Enlighten Me, the podcast everyone is talking about with your host, Julian, where wisdom, knowledge, and experience meet the public. And we're live. This is your host, Julian, on Enlighten Me. Uh, y'all know where I'm at right now in Virginia, so shout out to everybody in Virginia. I'm out my element, but we're going to make this work before we get started. can give a... Just a nice follow to my YouTube channel. Just search and like me as well. Spotify, Google, Amazon, and Amazon now. Uh, still in, uh, what, I think we're in 86 countries now. Checking on along. Can you please pause this real quick and just rate it? One, two, three, four, or five stars. I greatly appreciate it. Whatever it is, keep this algorithm going. And before we get started, we have my good friend. She's been on here before. If you can briefly introduce yourself, please. Yeah, sure. Hi, um, my name is Deandra. Uh, I am 27. And you can follow me on Instagram at underscore beautifully D or you can add me on Facebook at uh, Deandra Blake. Appreciate you having me back, Julian. Of course, of course, you're always welcome here. Um, Y'all know what the topic is. Y'all clicked it. So let me hear your take on we'll start with everyone's favorite Kevin Samuels. Why, <laughs> why is he internationally hated? Um, so I think that with Kevin, for one, I don't think he was hated as much as people um, made it out to be. I think that he did receive a lot of hate, but most of it was um, within the black community, specifically black women. And but I'm also I also know that he did receive like a whole lot of love to like he I'm, I'm I'm pretty sure like his his love outweighed the hate by by quite a bit. Um, but I think that why he had such, uh, you know, he wasn't, you know, on the good side of so many women is just because, um, you know, he doesn't cater to what women want to hear. And like, that's kind of, uh, against what most women are like raised with and like what most women are around. Like a lot of the times men just kind of tell them what they want to hear to kind of just make them happy and like let them keep going along um but with kevin he was trying to keep it real trying to like give people a more realistic view of where they are and what's you know more easily obtainable for them um to get them the outcomes that they want so you know kevin was all about results and outcomes and he was trying to do his best to get you to get you to where you claim you want to be um but i think that with a lot of women they just want certain things but they're not really willing to put in the work to get there like everyone feels like they're special and so being told that i'm not so special and maybe I'm closer to average, you know, that's just not really what women want to hear. So they gave a lot of pushback and they, you know, use a lot of insults and shaming tactics towards him. Um, but yeah, I think that's the main reason why he received so much hate was that he just, you know, he wasn't in the business of calling feelings and telling you, you know, trying to make you smile and make you happy. Like he was just giving it to you straight up real. And if you ain't like it, then, you know, too bad. So sad, but it is what it is. Yeah, I will say, people have always asked me, uh, especially when he passed away and before he passed away, what what was my thoughts on him? And I didn't really know the gentleman that much, you know, I rest his soul. I didn't know him that much. And I started tuning into what he was saying. Yeah, he was a little, he's a little reckless, you know, he didn't really coddle anybody. And I think in this day and age, we do need some realistic type of, t- of attention. Yeah. Uh, and I think it does go in par with, um, 
everyone gets a trophy uh, generation, you know? Like, yeah, you could become this. You can become anything you want with hard work and stuff like that. But I think handing somebody, um, and he, he did specify a woman saying, you can have this type of man. I mean, yes and no. You know, it, it comes with different attributes and different perspectives on what you are doing in your life and your choices to actually establish a man of that caliber. And yeah. people didn't really understand that. And I, and I think some of the women that got on there, I thought, I thought they were paid. But no, these were, <laughs> these were real women coming on there saying they want a six-figure man and things of that nature. It was like it was like it was like almost every woman, like not every single woman. But it was like the majority of them, like they all wanted like the same like type of guy, like the six yeah. foot tall, earn six figures. You know, he's good looking. He can you know do it do what he do in the bedroom. It was just like the same like archetype for like almost every woman that would call, and it was just like you know, like do you guys understand? Like there's not you know, in abundance of these men, like there is a finite number of these type of men. And y'all are all saying that you want this type of guy. So, you know, just like common sense is going to tell you that if, you know, a hundred women want, you know, 10 out of a hundred men, obviously all hundred women aren't going to get, you know, that type of man. Like some of y'all aren't, aren't going aren't gonna to make it. Like you're not going to make the cut. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, I, I saw it all on, on uh, YouTube and all his channels. And then I, my homegirl, shout out to Kathy, Raina, she was on here before. Um, she told me her friend wanted a six-figure man, uh, that, like cars, er like everything. And I was like, oh, you for real? And she was like, yeah. She's like, I don't, I don't believe in it myself. So good job, Kathy. And um, I'm like, this is real. This is actually happening around me now. And I know people who know people mm -hmm. who are saying these things. So, I mean, and it is empirical if you actually pay attention. So, yeah. I will say he was he was straightforward. He did he did um he did want people to get uh, what is it you know help uh, therapists and everything in that yeah area. and I, he did he did always uh, vouch for that but he like yeah some of the things I saw I was just like I, I don't fit in any of these categories I don't make six <laughs> figures not yet I I don't I'm not six foot tall you know so mm -hmm. any of these attributes I, I and characteristics I did not contribute to myself. I do date women, you know. I am, you know, I'm in there and something. But at this time, <laughs> at this time right now, I didn't, I didn't fit those. So I know mm -hmm. majority of men, a lot of men, especially black men or men in general, make under sixty k. You know, I think, I think black men were like forty two, forty three, mm -hmm. and like white men were like forty four. And I think Hispanics actually made more than black men. So yeah, like this six figures thing is not, it's not, it's not really, it's not plausible. Yeah, it's not. And it's just like, you know, it's like you think like, oh, like this is just like the women who call into the show. But I mean, just the number of women that would that would call into his show, like it's, you know, even if it's not representative of everybody, it, I think it's still like very telling that so many of those women would all be talking about the same, you know, type of man. And it, and it wouldn't even be like intentional. It would be like, you know, because I feel like if you ask, if you just ask a woman like, Oh, like doesn't mean need to make six figures, and like they might say no. But then, like what Kevin would do, which is what I would love, is that he would like ask specific questions regarding finances, right? So you know, he would ask them, you know, what do you, you know, how many kids do you want to have? You know, what kind of house do you want to have? Like, you know, what do you want? Do you want your kids to go to public school or private school? Like, he would ask very specific questions, and so when you kind of get down into those specifics, it's like, oh no, you may not think you want a man who, you know 
not you may not think, but you know, like just saying it out loud, like, oh, I want six figures. Like you may not say it out loud, but when you actually think about what it is that you do want, a man who makes that type of money could only provide that. You know what I mean? So I did, I'd love that about Kevin that he would like, you know, not accept surface level answers and would kind of dig deep and he would get to specifics. And I think that's also another reason why he may not, you know, women were not very fond of him was because they don't tend to think about the specifics like that. Like they just think like, I just want this. And you know, that's it. Like they don't really think about those, you know, detail pieces to get them to that point. And he would like make them sit and think about the details. And, when they, and then when they would realize like, Oh, the details may not line up to what I want. You know, that's where a lot of like the pushback would come. Yeah. Cause everyone's told, I mean, everyone is, everyone's told they can achieve this. They can have this. And that's why there's a lot of suicides in the younger generation because they're told so mm-hmm. they have so much, but then when they don't get the job after they get the degree, they're like, they're stuck. Like, all my life I've been told I could have this and now I can't have this job. No, this is the real world. We are. Mm-hmm. This is not going to happen the way you think it would happen. And that's just what it is. So yes, he did mm-hmm. break it down to a decimal. And um, when you lay things out like that, that's why I tell people when you're going to get married or anything like that, you need to lay out everything, the way y'all want to move, how you're going to do it. Mm-hmm. Years from now, 20 years from now, what you want, what you don't want. Like, but people just say, I want to be married to a, happy i want to i want to be happy with my spouse that's it like okay what yeah tail exactly nobody looks at the totality of the whole marriage or the development of the foundation of where you're trying to go that's right right and i will say i was the same way probably about like seven years ago and i started growing mm-hmm. up and I paying attention to things yeah and i think you know and i think i think it's easy it's easy to kind of be that way like you know like that's like the easy way to kind of go about things and how to think about it and you know worrying about the details later just knowing what you want and worrying about the details later but it's like no like if you really want something that's going to be successful you know like if you do want a successful marriage like those are you know there are some things that you do need to kind of hammer out and figure out you know those uh those details before you kind of jump into that and you know and hopefully that will lead to like not so many people getting divorced because if you really think about you know those major issues uh in detail you know you can alleviate some of that heartache and issues later down the line oh yeah definitely that definitely everybody wants a fantasy world everybody sees uh was it flowers and dance? yeah disney messed us up disney messed us up the music the music messed us up they made us you know believe that falling in love and being you know married is just like this you know fairy tale and it's all you know it's you know this intense feeling of love and passion and excitement and fun and it's just always like gonna be like happy times and like no one really talked about or really prepared us for like hard times like not even like outside of like toxic love i think that was highlighted growing up too was like kind of normalizing toxic love and going back and forth with people and, you know, accepting, you know, being treated in a negative way or or disrespectfully, like, you know, just seeing that and seeing people still get back together after that. And that was kind of like normal, like in the music and in movies and stuff. And so, you know, we kind of like just watched that growing up and like, oh, this is how you do relationships. And it's like, no, like not, that's not how you do it at all. Like not at all. Yeah, I think too many people are, are embedded in, or I'll say immersed in the social media lifestyles and their relationships. You only see the good things. Same with Instagram and all that stuff. Like, you only mm-hmm. see usually the good things. And that's yeah. why people are feeling some type of way. Like, I want this lifestyle. I want to live lavish like this. 
you know, I always post, I only post a good things, which is cool, whatever, you, however you want to do it, live your life. Mm-hmm. And people get so engulfed in this style, like, once something happens with a person, like, they throw away everything. No, it takes time, dedication, it's going to be disappointments, it's going to be sad conversations, it's going to be anger. This is part of every everything in life, every attribute and every aspect of life. But I mean, yeah, you know, if they develop it and they don't see it, then they're like, yeah, it's not not supposed to happen. So I don't I don't know where we're going. I, and I I've told people I, I fear for relationships and marriages down the road because of the social media aspect. But there's yeah. some ones out there, some good women out there, and some good men out there who don't. Yeah, for sure. Like, there's definitely some good women, good men, and I think that there are still people who you know, will get married and will have families. But I think that, like, what's become so normal these days is, like, everyone just kind of being single and just kind of, like, linking up and hooking up with whoever. And if you make babies along the way, like, who cares? Like, just move on to the next one. And if you have a baby with that one, then that's that's fine, too. Um, So, you know, it's just, it's a lot of... I don't know, like having a family is kind of like almost not, I don't want to say look down on I think people still do love it. But I think if you like aspire to have a family, people kind of make it seem like, oh, why do you want to do that? Like, just don't worry about that. Like, just live your life and, you know, just do whatever you want to do. And someday a person is going to just magically fall out of the sky and into your lap and you guys will live happily ever after. Um and just like you know it's like they don't you know no one no one really if if you if you actually want to work towards having a family like that's kind of like you know it's becoming uh like not the cool thing to do yeah i can't remember who i talked to while i was listening to a lot of people were embracing the uh the drunk aunt at the parties like childish oh yeah the rich yeah the rich the the rich Rich. aunt (laughs) yeah i was i was like this is well this is interesting Mm -hmm. yeah i I, yeah i get get a lot of things in my inbox and i try to decipher some of the stuff and i'm just like this is this is a little i got maybe later on because this is too much at the moment (laughs) some of the stuff i just i'm bewildered Uh, i just don't understand yeah, for sure. So what are what are your thoughts about Derek Jackson? What do you think about him? Or what have you always thought the same things? Like what's your opinion on him? So Derek Jackson, I followed him when he first started. I'll say this man is uh enlightening a lot of people. See what I did there? Enlightening a lot of people. <laughs> and I can agree with what most most of the things he was saying. It wasn't mm-hmm. to the it wasn't to the fact that uh his videos continue to down men and nobody mm-hmm. told me about it. nobody i just started i was watching his videos like enough called him i was like man this man keeps talking about down men like what what is the point of this like this yeah depressing like you know what i'm saying i don't want to <laughs> hear what i'm not doing right or what other men aren't doing right like you know can we have um you know a pendulum where it's like on both sides but yeah no, it's always down men well if he does this and he's speaking based upon his experiences. I get it. He's a man, so he can speak upon most men. But on his experiences, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not any of these ways. I, I was like that when I was a child. Yes, some men are eight, that are 40 years old may act the same way now, but no. So I kind of strayed from what he was doing. And then I strayed away. I guess he blew up and made some dating games and more women were enthralled with how he was and how he looked. Even though mm-hmm. he's actually shorter than what he, he says he is, he's like what five six or five. I don't know. He's underneath five six or something. No, no, he's tall. He's tall. He tall. said he was. He was never. He's not really tall. 
I heard he was like he, he wasn't I don't tall. know. He I heard he was like I heard he, he was wasn't like D one. No, he wasn't D one. I I remember his like football records leaked on the internet. <laughs> yeah, somebody leaked his information. That, that was in there. They showed out who he was. Like his wife stood stood with him throughout everything. Mm-hmm. On her, which, and I thought that was gonna be the end all be all. I was like, okay, y'all ladies were so enamored with this gentleman's thoughts and ways and what he was saying, and yet he cheated on his wife. How are y'all gonna act? So I did. I did. I did pay attention. Yet he gained more followers, more publicity. Yes, yes. That was so crazy. We're doomed. And I'm just like that was so crazy. He got he found out. So I was like, okay. Then he made a video. Everybody clowned him on the video. Followers went up. Uh, His what? His revenue went up. Everything was going up. And I'm just like, what are we doing here? I thought this is what y'all didn't want. Yet you're following a man who's doing the same thing that y'all despise. Mm-hmm. So I'm just I'm confused on it. When I saw that, I was like, okay, I don't I don't even know anymore. Yeah, no, same. Like I definitely like I think his first cheating scam as I already I think similar to you, like when he first came out, I heard him, I was like, Oh, like this guy, you know, this is like I think, you know, I think a lot of women could actually benefit from hearing some of this stuff. You know what I mean? Like I was like, Oh, like this is actually, you know, uplifting and encouraging and you know, he's you know, he's just, he's not, he's trying to uplift women. Like, you know, what's wrong with that? Like, that's, that's, that's something great. But I think like, as time went on, I kind of was like hearing like things here and there about him. Like, oh, like he's not, um, you know, as great as he makes it out to be. And then I kind of noticed like, you know, he is always in the car. Like, you know, he claims that he's married, but I never see this man's wife. Like she's never, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, like you, like you never see this man's girl or whatever, or whoever she was at the time. Like, I think they got married only like maybe four or five years ago. But like when I first found him, it was like maybe what, 20, like 14, maybe 2015. Um, and so, yeah, like I was like, Oh, he's cool. But then like, I don't know, I like, think just kind of like started adding up and I kind of like just had this discernment about him. Like, I don't know, like, his character just doesn't really seem to be lining up with the kind of image that he's portraying. And so, like, that kind of, like, steered me away from him. And I didn't really have, like, a valid reason as to why. It was kind of just, like, a discernment thing. Um, And then I kind of, like, started seeing, like, like, other men kind of call it out. Like, oh, this guy is just running game, y'all. Like, he's not... He's not real. Like, this guy is just... He's full of it. He's running game. Like, he's exactly the kind of man that he's preaching against. And just like you, it was like, you know, he did like speak down on men a lot. It was like every, like every video he would make, it would be like, it would be encouraging women. Yes. But he would be downing men in the process. And so it was just like, how can you, you know, can we figure out some balance to where, you know, there's also going to be accountability on both ends. Like you're always making it seem like it's always the men doing these women so wrong, like, excuse me. And they're not doing anything wrong. Um, So I didn't like that. And, yeah like just as time went on you know then of course like things just revealed themselves like he ended up being a cheater on his wife and bless her heart she stuck by him and with her bonnet of salvation she was sticking by him and you know and they were trying to work things out for their family which you know i can't do anything but respect as a woman like you know you're you want to fight for your marriage and make things work like i can't i can't do anything but respect that 
Um, and then when this, and like you, and like just like you said, like I was expecting like him to just like his career is just over. Like there's just no more. <laughs> there's just no more. Like he can't. Like, he can't possibly still have a career after he spent all these years downing cheaters, downing men who take advantage of women, who manipulate women, blah 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 blah. And he is the exact. He's literally the exact kind of person, the kind of man that he would preach against, like vehemently would preach against, and. So I'm just like, there's just no way he can still have a career after this. Like, there's there's no way. Like, women cannot possibly still be falling for this nonsense. And like you said, like, it just, his platform grew. Like, he became more popular. And I was just like, what? This is like the Twilight Zone right now. Yeah, because I, I went to his page. I guess he stopped posting after the whole video he made. Because he was, he was trending or whatever. And I went to his page. Nothing there. Then I, I guess this whole cheating thing again. I went to his page went down like two posts because you know he started posting again and people were still clapping agreeing and it's like i i get it i i I get y'all want somebody to justify whatever type of thoughts you have in your head that's that's cool you know but he's not practicing what he's preaching so now where is that lie for you like you know can you really believe somebody (laughs) on what they're saying if they're not really doing what they're supposed to be saying or doing Mm -hmm. themselves so I, I mean, I can't. So I'm just like, most of these women who are following him, they're in a trance. They're just in a trance. And I think that's, that's what's coddling. If I can tell you good things, you want to hear good things. As soon as somebody says something bad, it's a problem. And I think we all need to hear bad about ourselves, from our best friends, from our family members, because they care. At the end of the day, they care. May, you may not like how they say it or what they're saying, but deep down inside, they're letting you know, like, hey, change that shit up. Mm-hmm. and a lot of women would be like so Jay what do you think on Kevin Sims and I was like you know I don't like to get it all nitty gritty but if I had to say from listening to what he said and some of the statistics and facts he did spit I did do my research and most of the things that he said were like on par mm-hmm. he had anecdotal evidence that everything he was saying was on par CDC uh, New York Times whatever it was nothing from Wikipedia like it was on par, and I was like, "Yeah, okay, it was like, yeah, it was all, it was all, it was all facts for the most part." It's like it was hard. It was it was hard for me to find. Like I went, like, I went and said, like, "I agree with every single thing that Kevin would say." But like for the most part, like I would say like, ninety five percent of the time, I would agree with Kevin and what he was saying. And even though, even like I know he got a lot of flack for like his his tone and he's so harsh. But if you like actually like would listen to the full conversations that he would have with these women. Cause I think like what would happen was that, nah, I think I know what, what, what would happen was that people would wait until like the conversation climax and it was a very heated tense moment. And they would take a 30 seconds to a minute of, a, of, you know, of that interaction and just put that out there. And they would just do that over and yeah. over again. But if you actually like would listen to like the whole call, you know, he, Kevin had the patience of a saint almost like he would give these girls are these women, um, you know, chance after chance, like he would politely ask them to, you know, not disrespect him, to not talk over him, to, you know, just to be respectful. And so he, you know, sometimes he just, you know, once things got to a point where he, you know, he would tell them like, you know, either you could straighten up or I'm going to hang up the call. Or if he knew that it would be a good entertainment moment, he would keep them going. Because, you know, part of doing content is keeping that entertainment value. You know, you can't just have a bunch of, you know, boring calls where there's no disagreements there's no you know there's no friction nothing like that so but yeah so like what do you think is so why do you think kevin got so much heat and so much um 
disrespect really from the black community from black women specifically i think women in general but um i know his target audience was more of the black community like what do you think is like why do you think he got so much heat and meanwhile Derek jackson he can really be a liar really be a hypocrite really um you know take advantage of the trauma and the wounds of women to flip it for himself and he can be caught in his lies and he can be caught being a hypocrite and he can be caught cheating on his wife being the exact kind of man that he would preach against but he gets you know he gets the excuses made from and his and his platform grows with the more he's exposed like why do you think there's like such a difference with how women receive each of those different men I think the first thing with Kevin Simmons would have to be his tone and his verbiage and how he, how he worded things towards women. Yeah, it was a little brutal. You know, I wouldn't talk to somebody like that. And uh, I was in my drill sergeant days, but <laughs> I, I wouldn't talk to nobody like that. So that that's where a lot of it stemmed from. And then he did slow up. He started taking a step back I'm like, okay, this isn't working. Because I listened to some of his things, and as he grew, he started slowing down. Yeah, he mm-hmm. makes jokes about Big Shirley and stuff like that, or <laughs> buy a cat or dog and die alone and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That was just his thing. That everybody has their thing. Yeah, it's not the best. Thing. Yeah, I mean that's what it was. So a lot of women didn't like that, and I think the reason the difference between the two is Kevin would if he would tell you like, hey, you got to change your mindset and the aspects on what you want because yeah, it sounds real good. But you got to work for some of these things. And you got to change some of these things. Derek didn't really tell anybody to change. So if he's telling yeah. you, he's engaging and, you know, feeding your traumas and things like that, like, yeah, that man's not anything, you can agree with him. And it takes nothing to agree with somebody. That's when you get that euphoric feeling and all that, like, mm-hmm. about social media. So it's, like, easy for me to relate to somebody I can agree with. It's, it's harder for me to say no but easier for me to say yes, if that makes sense. And that's just psychological and all that neurological stuff. So when Kevin came about and says, hey, you got to change this. If you want a man, you should change this. Like, get a cookbook. I've said it many mm-hmm. my podcast. I'm going to need a woman that knows how to cook. Like, that's just, that's what it is. You don't have to cook all the time. You don't have to cook every day or whatever it is. But, you know, McDonald's and Subway ain't going ain't gonna to suffice. Right. So, and I'll cook the same thing. Like I'll reciprocate anything I ask. And then I don't know if Derek Jackson ever uh, covered that. I, I don't. I stopped listening to him after I felt depressed because I was like, "Why the hell does this man keep telling me what I'm not doing in my life?" <laughs> so I don't know on that on that nature. I think he just was talking about men and what they don't do. So I, I highly doubt he was telling women don't cook for yeah. or whatever it was. But then again, Kevin Samuels was like, seek therapy," you know. And I, I would think like that's the thing that's going on. The biggest is therapy. I, I don't I don't know why. Yeah, he was definitely he was definitely a big advocate for therapy. And even like when he would talk to women, he would be like, you know, he would just ask me. He was like, "Are you in therapy? Have you been to therapy? Like, you need to go. Like, if you haven't been in a while, you need to go back. Like, you this is not, you know, you're you're complaining about the results that you're getting, but I'm trying to tell you like you need to work on yourself because you're not going to even be able to try to get what you're looking for until you work on yourself. And I, you know, I, I love that he was such like, he was a big advocate for therapy and like understanding when a person's problems were like, you know, outside of his realm of where he can really give advice on. Like, he's like, I can't really do anything else for you, but to recommend, you know, you go to therapy. Like, yeah, I, I just don't understand. Like, so, so to say like, 
Kevin Samuels was telling the harsh truth. Everybody loved the beautiful lie on Derek Jackson. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I know Derek... people are gonna be hitting me up or they'll probably unfollow me on this, whatever, whatever. I mean, whatever it may be. But again, if you if you actually sit down, and he even had people saying, I, I'd read comments, and a lot of married women would agree, and a lot of married w- women would say it saved my marriage. A lot of men mm-hmm. were like, I'm glad I understand this now. I need to focus and do this to develop myself. So then when I do get married, I have a foundation to stand on. And my wife, she doesn't have any, much to worry about. She might have not anything, but much to worry about. So, I mean, yeah, and I think that... It's sorry, right there. No, go ahead, go ahead. Um, so yeah, I think you're like bringing up a good point because when we're talking about, you know, the difference of Kevin Samuels and Derek Jackson, you know, I think a big question that we should ask is, you know, what did they accomplish? Like, what did Kevin accomplish as far as his content and what his goals were and what has Derek accomplished? Because for, uh, you know, I do know, you know, there are countless videos of women and married couples saying, you know, Kevin, you got me married. Kevin, you saved my marriage. Like, you know, or I found my husband because of you or men saying, you know, um, you know, I didn't, you know, I lost, I lost so much weight because of you. You know, I got in the gym and I got healthier because of you. I, you know, got my money up. I was able to do this because, you know, it's just, there's so many people that you can just see, like physically see that were actually impacted by Kevin and were actually impacted by his message and what he was trying to achieve. Um, even if he may not have always had the best delivery of his message. Um, but with Derek, you know, it's like, do you do you really see that? Do you really do you like are there any testimonies of women saying, you know, listening to Derek Jackson got me married or listening to Derek Jackson save my marriage? Or, you know, is he you know, he's not really doing anything for men. His audience is ninety percent women, you know, at least ninety percent women. So, you know, he's not really doing anything to actually help men or women improve. Um so, you know, I, I, I'm i not well-versed or well-researched into Derek Jackson, so I'm not really 100% sure. But I just don't, just generally, I just don't see what he's really accomplished as far as his content and the message that he's trying to put out as, you know, regarding being a relationship guru, as he claims to be. Um, so, like, you know, so I think that, you know, saying all that, I feel like, do you think that, or here's a question, do you think that women... um care more about being right than seeing results and outcomes? Good question. Um, it's kind of, it's kind of challenging because usually the woman I have, like I surround myself with, they do hold themselves accountable for certain things. Now, if I, if I look outside of that, outside of my circle, um, <laughs> I'll have to say yes. Even talking to, People I meet randomly at the bar, and I ask them questions, and I, I just, you know, I take in everything. I listen to everything. I start picking little holes through their little story, wherever it may be, and mm-hmm. I realize certain things. Sometimes they take a step back and like, "Dang, you're right," but most of the time they get upset and like, "You don't know me." I'm just like, "I mean, you're. I'm just going. I know what you're telling me. So, what else you want me to do? You ask me for a. You ask me for a, an answer. I'm giving you what you wanted. So don't be upset with me, sweetheart." So I just, I don't, I, I don't, I do think, yeah, women, yeah, I do, I do agree. No, I have to agree. I'm trying to like, put yeah. it on in retrospect. I don't yeah. know why it's like that. I think, honestly, I think because men were so used to just coming home, working and shutting up. You mm-hmm. know, we aren't supposed to talk. We don't, we don't show feelings, stuff like that. As time progresses, as women start becoming, taking over CEOs, establishing a business, men are moving to that phase where they're becoming emotionally available. 
and they're trying mm-hmm. to game, I have feelings too. If y'all yeah. are moving to accomplish more, conquer conquer kingdoms, build whatever it is, men are moving into the phase of I have feelings. And I'm yeah. not used to that. A lot of people are like that's weak. Well, what do you mean you, you feel bad? That's why I mean we commit more suicide than women. But mm-hmm. and, um, things of that nature. So I think we're fighting now to establish that men are actually coming together where it's not like weird or they're like, yo, you're gay or you know, something or whatever it may be. Men are like acknowledging other men, like, yeah, you're right, brother. And a lot of men were saying that to Kevin Samuels. Like again, a lot of people I talked to randomly, they would say that about Kevin Samuels. Like, hey, he put what I was thinking to words. So mm-hmm. I don't feel alone. Mm-hmm. Like nineteen year olds were listening to him. Like some nineteen year old comedy is like, "Thank you for this because I didn't have a dad and I needed to hear these things so I can develop myself." So again, a lot of people didn't like Kevin Samuels, and I get it. You're not gonna like anyone. I don't like Wendy. Mm-hmm. Williams. Wendy Williams. She looks like an alien to me. But you know, people probably. <laughs> people I love probably Wendy. Look, see, look, there it is, right there. She, <laughs> I just never listened to her because she looked like an alien. But <laughs> it's out of control. But you know what I'm saying? Everybody's gonna have their differences on everybody as you just saw and as everyone's hearing right now so again i'm probably gonna lose followers people probably remove me as a friend but kevin samuels did have some good points and i listened to him thoroughly enough to understand like okay the ground he stands on is solid what he's trying to portray how what he's trying to portray is solid where he's trying to go mm-hmm. is solid what he's trying yeah. to do the community is solid because he always part of black to back to the black community it's like this is what's going on with the black community then this and that then this which is cool and yeah I, I think like yeah again what he said like big surely buy a cat and die, or dog and die alone it was pretty harsh like you know i would never tell nobody to die alone. <laughs> so i mean again that's his content that's what he does and people people love it or hate it and the hate actually helped him grow as well but love yeah. loves you further and as you see, Derek Jackson got far. Yeah. Yeah. But I think, like, even with, like, you know, his catchphrases, you know, his big Shirley and I'm a PhD and buy a dog and die alone. I think, like, what people, um, I think, I think what people focus too much on was the entertainment value of his show because it does still have to be entertaining, right? Like, you can't, you know, like, it's like if you want your channel to grow, if you want people to be engaged and, yeah. you know, to actually listen to the message, like, you have to make it entertaining. People aren't going to watch if it's not entertaining. I think that the value of his message and what he was trying to do, it's like if no one's going to listen to it, it's, you know, he's saying all these things in vain. And so I think, like, you know, was it a bit mean? It, that's subjective to, to each person. Um, but I do think that like that was just part of the entertainment value of the show. And I think that people really focus too much in on the aspect of him being entertaining versus just listening to the message. You know what I mean? And, you know, may, is there a way where you can balance it out and make it not like that? Maybe. But I, I remember like Kevin would ask, you know, the women who would criticize his tone, you know, and things like that. He would ask them, he was like, OK, well, give me an example of who's doing what I'm doing and saying in the tone that you find acceptable. You know what I mean? Like, OK, it's like, OK, like, you don't you don't you don't like how I do it. Well, who is doing it? in a way that is appropriate and acceptable for you. Give me an example. Show, point, me, point me in that direction. And so maybe I can watch that person and maybe I can adapt some of that style into what I'm doing. But if you can't give me anyone who's doing what I'm doing in a better way, 
then you know what room do you really have to criticize me or if you don't have like any real solutions for me to be able to change my tone or change how I'm doing it um you know how you know I, you give me solutions like don't just complain give me give me some solutions give me some examples of how I can be better and no one could ever really give him anything you know yeah, nobody nobody was doing what he was doing uh, or they was or they would say Dr. Umar <laughs> Oh yeah, they want to. <laughs> I mean, I've seen a couple of his things. He's again, I've seen like little snippets. I never really listen, listen to him, but mm-hmm. he's a little, he's a little wild on some aspects. <laughs> <laughs> no, Doctor Ubar is not Kevin Samuels at all. <laughs> no, no, and again, I mean, I I get it. I, I really don't get it when people were celebrating his death. That that had me. I was. <sighs> I was like baffled, like what is like? I get it. This man's not Hitler, though. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) They were acting like Kevin, like personally called them out of the blue, unprovoked, and just called them all types of big Shirley's and just insulted them to death. Like, y'all don't even know this man. You never talked to him, but you're so convinced that he's like just such this evil person who hates women i don't even know if you actually listen to his content i just don't know how you would gather that he hates women like i don't i just i don't i don't i don't i don't don't get how you would gather that from just listening to his content and even even if you really did think that i just think that like the way that a lot of women reacted to his death was just so like yeah that was well it was just so uncalled for. It was so, was it was beyond disrespectful. It was just so disgusting. And it just highlighted everything that Kevin would preach against or that Kevin would talk against. Like, this is like the mindset of our women. This is the mindset of our people in our community today. And it's, you know, it's um, very damaged. It's very evil and damaged. And, you know, we can't build anything with mindsets like this. We just, you know, we're going to just keep going down and we're going to keep being in last place because our people, we just refuse. Like anyone who even tries to correct us, we demonize them and we turn them into these monsters and we just, we dehumanize them. We, we, we turn them into people who are into, th- some, into things that are just not human. And, um, you know, I just don't, I just, I don't think anyone who has never done anything to actually hurt somebody deserves that. I, I, I really don't. So that definitely blew me, like, just how they treated his death. Like, even if you didn't like him, you know, what happened to the saying where if you don't have anything nice to say, like, don't say it at all. You know what I mean? Like, what, what, ha- what, what, what happened to that? Um, so, yeah, that was definitely hard to see. Like, it was definitely not what I was really expecting when he died. Yeah, I, I... Yeah, I, and I saw other people posting stuff on Facebook. Like, why are we celebrating this man's death? He was no Hitler. He was nothing like that. Like, we shouldn't have I, I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know. I, I was, that was like, okay, this is, uh, it's going a little too far now. Way too far. Way too far. Yeah, it definitely did. It definitely did. Um, And I think that um, even in his death, I think that his death actually sparked a lot of people to want to carry on the message the work that he was trying to do um you know i think i think a reason why people were celebrating so much was like oh yes we can finally go back to women you know dominating and us not having to listen to these men um and it was quite the opposite it was like it gained more traction and a lot more people became vocal and wanted to you know contribute to that conversation 
And, you know, I think that we're kind of seeing that play out. Um, uh, what do you think about how there are, um, so you know how we say like, like the black community is in shambles, right? Like, you know, like we're, you know, there's, there's, we have so many issues that we need to work through in the black community. And a lot of people will say, which I agree with is that the black community, we need strong black men to lead the black community. Do you agree with that? I do. I feel like there's a lot of, a lot of things going on, especially with the government assistance and things of that nature where the government was like, hey, we can give you this. I forgot, I forgot the name of it already. We can give you this. Dang, what is it? But the, the black man can't be in the household and stuff like that. So then the government tried to take it back. And y'all, y'all can correct me if I'm wrong. Email me. You got my email. <laughs> and, and a lot of women were like, no, we're going to keep this assistance instead. Mm-hmm. And then that's when drugs flooded the streets. We're not going to go in debt on conspiracy theories and stuff like that. Three strike rule. And things of that nature start coming into play. So a lot of black men was just legal slavery. That's what they just moved to. It's like, okay, we can't do slavery anymore, but we can do legal slavery. And this is what all the drugs and war on drugs and more black mm-hmm. men. And that's when food deserts started happening, like all that stuff. So it's kind of hard for a black man to establish something when suckers, I'm sure black women feel the same way. Black men against black women and black women against black men. Black men feel like they're or being shot in the streets by cops and then we try to go back to our ladies it's like we're not getting support and mm-hmm. then as soon as a, a a black man steps out and dates somebody out his race they demean him demoralize him like what's, what's his name uh, uh what's his name that did the this is america what's his name oh donald glover donald glover they try to shut him out and cancel him because he's dating a white girl he came out and said i tried dating black women yet Everyone thought I was a nerd and unattractive so mm-hmm. to a black woman. And that's, I mean, that happened the other day. A kid on the podcast did a podcast about being a nerd and how black women didn't like him. He was a black guy. So he moved on to a different culture. And now black women are trying to talk to him again. So, I mean, mm-hmm. as a black man, do I see it challenging? Yes, I do. I do. And we are trying to establish ourselves. We are trying to. Mm-hmm. So, like, knowing that, like, you know, our Black men, that they are so, I guess, behind the curve, if you will, as far as leading the community, why do you feel, why do you think that there are women, not all, not all, but there are some women who are just, like, so against men having their own advocacy space and men having these conversations with each other about, uh, you know, being a man about finances, about you know their about their um uh their their look, how they look, how they present themselves. Um, when it comes to relationships, having those conversations about how to you know make yourself valuable for a woman. Like, why do you think that there are some women who are so against this movement of men advocacy spaces and? men having these conversations but they don't seem to have a problem with when there are men who you know like Derek Jackson who are going to tell them what they want to hear you know like they don't like they don't they don't they don't have a problem with men speaking as long as they're speaking on the side of women and like to encourage women and to you know feed into the um you know, the delusions and to feed into the sickness that modern women have. 
you know, why do you think they are so, why do you think they're quiet when it comes to men telling them what they want to hear versus when it's men just having conversations amongst themselves or just having these, uh, you know, intersexual dynamic conversations? Like, what, why do you think they're so against one side versus the other side when it comes to men speaking? Cause it doesn't, it doesn't include them. They want to be included on what everything that's going on. Why can't you invite us here? Why? Cause I have an all men's group. It has about like 700 men on Facebook. Mm-hmm. All men's. And I posted it. I was like, Hey, I'm inviting more men to this all men's group. And a lot of women were like, that's sexist. Like you can't do that. I was like, well, first of all, you can remove me. Second of all, <laughs> I'm going to do, do it either way. And third of all, there's a lot of women groups. Why can't men come here and feel like they can't decompress or say, Hey, I'm feeling bad. Like I, Men in there that want to commit suicide. Men talking about financial issues. Like that's a safe place. And I don't. I, I, man, to be answer your question, I don't know why it's such a. It's, it's like frowned upon. I. I yeah, I, because I, then, because I, then, because then, like, because then, like, at the same time, those like, oh, like, where are black men leading us? Where are the strong black men? But then they're against when black men are trying to come together and build themselves up to be leaders. Like, I don't understand. Why you know? How can you say you want something, but then when people are trying to do the work to get there, you complain about the work that's being done? You know what I mean? Question, I I can't. Again, I feel like if I break it down to that, like, to the, like the lowest levels, like they're not included. They want to be included, but Derek Jackson includes him on everything. Like you should, you deserve six figure man because he he should be doing this for you. He's not doing this, then you need to get rid of him. At the end of the day, he's actually hurting women. Like you know what I'm saying? The mm-hmm. stuff Absolutely. Stuff, he's actually hurting them because now they believe like this is how it should be. In reality, in retrospect, it's not like that. And if it is like that, it's onesies and twosies. But if he's yeah, if, if people are enlightening you about the man you probably should date, then take a step back. Or yeah, you can take some stuff from Derry Jackson, whatever. I'm not saying he's mm. well, I mean, he he is on some other shit. But you can take some stuff from him and take some stuff from Kevin Samuels, then you just equate to what you can apply in your life because nobody has a fingerprint mm-hmm. everybody's as it was everybody's a different fingerprint everybody's life is different so you can't just say his is going to be the end all be all mm-hmm. and how they feed women like you're saying like he just feeds women these lies and these dreams and sells them these dreams and his books and then does what he does and his forehead's big and he licks his lips on the video like i don't i don't know like there's a lot of, <laughs> there's a lot of weird things going on in this video and I guess women are enticed by that. Kevin Samuels, an older fella, old school gentleman. Uh, they call mm-hmm. him Godfather, whatever they call him, whatever it is. And he's just telling people what it is. Like this is what it is, cut and dry. Yeah, he didn't do the. He didn't do the muscle. Nobody wants to hear that. He didn't do the muscle shirts, and he wasn't all big and buff. You know, he had on a suit and tie almost every show. He wore a suit and tie. You know, very well put together. He would sit up straight. He didn't do a whole, he wasn't he wasn't trying to be sexy. You know, he looked good and he knew how to um, you know, take care of his image. You know, he was an image consultant, so like that was what he did. But um but yeah, like he just that he didn't have the usual look. He was a good looking brother. Like he was, you know, very he was tall, handsome, good looking guy, well put together, well spoken. Um, you know, so I think that he had the archetype, but he just what he was a bit older than I think what Derek's target audience or what, you know, most women in the dating market would typically look for. Um but yeah, no, I agree with you hundred percent. Um yeah, that's pretty much that's all I have on Mr. Jackson and Mr. Samuels, rest in peace to Mr. Samuels. Uh, continue to 
continue to rest in power, sir. We're missing you down here. Yeah, I think he he lined people on some good aspects and uh different perspectives. Derek Jackson still he did the same in the beginning. And then I don't know how you make so many videos about what men don't do. Like, gosh, damn. Like <laughs> what is going on? Yeah. He <laughs> just I mean, I think he was making videos about everything that he was, like everything that he would do, everything that he would be about like he was just he was speaking from firsthand experience like this is how i know why men are moving like this because i because i move like because i move like this like 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 this is what i do like when i want to get away with something or i or if i know that a woman loves me unconditionally and she will continue to love me no, no matter what i do i will take advantage of that like i know men do that because i do that so that's what I think. For for most of his videos, at least, I think that's what it is. And he was also raised by, if I'm not mistaken, he was raised by a single mother. Um, you know, feel free to correct me if I'm wrong. He was raised by a single mother. He was raised by in a house full of women. So you know, that also kind of like shapes his uh, perspective as far as you know who he would cater to more um, in his content. So I think that also plays a role in how he ended up, how he did. Hopefully somebody can email. I know there's going to be a part two to this. Somebody's going to be arguing this, and that's cool. You know, I wouldn't say arguing. I don't think we're adults. We can have a, you know, respect. Civil, civil, civil discourse. Yeah, we can, we can have one of those. <laughs> but um, definitely. Is there anything you want to say before we uh, sign this off? Uh, no, I think that is all that I have to say on that. But I appreciate you for, again, having me on, uh, bringing me back in. It was a pleasure speaking with you as always. All right, of course, of course, of course. And uh, everyone that's listening, we appreciate it. Go ahead and shoot me an email at enlightenmejulian at gmail.com. Please subscribe. Please rate. And uh, we'll catch you next time. I'm on, uh, I'm on vacation right now, but we're going to keep these coming for y'all. All right, y'all. Y'all have a good night and God bless.